So I've been thinking about doing a podcast for the past couple days. I start, I stop, stop again. Coming off too negative, and I don't want to be negative. Because there's no reason to be in a gaming podcast, really. I mean, I guess there are, but. So I'm going to try to do one today. That's a little less negative, a little bit more upbeat. We'll see. But I'm going to publish this one either way. So here we go. Hey, everybody. It's Tim Shorts of Gothridge Manor doing a lunchtime podcast. I have uh, been pretty absent from social media lately, including this podcast for reasons of just not wanting to be there. Nothing more than that. So uh, I'm going to break this one up into a little bit of a segments because I think it's more digestible that way. But I guess if you're using a different podcast catcher, it doesn't really matter now, does it? First topic of the day, Patreon. Quick Patreon update. I sent out probably like 75% of my Patreon stuff like two weeks ago when I had that sale, that Labor Day sale, actually did very, very well, sold a lot of books, which was nice, you know, just to make rooms on shelves and, you know, get a little extra pocket cash and, hey, taxes reduced, so the little extra cash helped out with that. But I sent some, I sent those out at the same time. However, there was a quarter of them I still need to send out. Uh, I ran out of a couple of things. No excuse now not to send them out because I've gotten the supplies, but I, my ink started, went bad. And my, uh, my printer just sometimes just, we just do not get along. We get in a fight. Uh, I end up wasting more paper and it actually comes out printed, you know, so it, it just sucks. Um, and then uh, I ran out of laminate, so I had to order some new laminates. But all that stuff's taken care of now, hopefully. We'll see. But I'll get those printed out and sent out to the rest of you. So I apologize for my patrons who had to wait. Uh, sometimes, unfortunately, that's the way it goes at the manor. A lot of a lot of things go wrong. And I lost, like, electric in half of my office right now. So now i got to get an electrician, too, on top of it to figure that out. So it's been fun, fun, fun all the way around. And uh, I haven't done anything this month for my Patreon. I haven't really, I've got, I have some more work done for the, uh, called the uh, Northern Barony of Wells. More entries into that. They're, they're already done. I just have to put them out in a format that I can print them out and everything. One of the things I'm going to have to change up is how I print stuff. Because for whatever reason, right now my printer does not like it when I use heavy ink, so like backgrounds and different things, even though it makes it look kind of nice, I still like to have it legible. I know people hate backgrounds when they're not legible, but I make mine as legible because I'm an old guy too, and I want to make it as easy as possible for me to find, you know, be able to read things. Um, have that done, but that's about it. I have some other things I've been kind of tossing around, but tell you what guys, just been out of gaming this month and, you know, of course last month and just, it's been real hard to get back into it. So that's where I've been with my Patreon. Now on to my gaming update. 
All right, I'm chewing as I'm doing this. I know I'm rude, but I got to get this thing going. <laughs> Gaming update. Monday night, no game. Again, I didn't have... Uh, Joe showed up this time. We, You know, we BS for a little bit, and then Alex jumped on, but he wasn't really able to play because he was driving in his car, and then he had stuff to do. So it's been tough getting back in the game, and I'm going to have to change some... Probably change some things. Because it sounds like next week's going to be kind of similar, too. So how am I going to change things? Well, the drastic and most obvious thing is just to scrap the game for now and try to move on and get another one going. But I'm not going to do that. Probably what I'm going to do is downshift gears and everything because I was shifting shifting up for more party-based adventures and shifting up for more kind of dramatic battles and, and kind of more intensity on like a party-based thing. What I'm going to have to do is downshift into more of an individual, which is not, it's not a problem. That's more my strength anyhow. But gear it towards like who's showing up and then just kind of gear it towards that and go from there use smaller adventures and then when the whole party gets together then then maybe i'll jump back to where they were i don't know yet but uh sometimes you got to be a little bit flexible with your games to try to make it work and keep it keep it alive we'll see um but yeah, that's all. I got tonight's game. I'm probably going to cancel, just not in the mood. Um, I rarely cancel, but I have to say I'm just, I don't know. I'm just not there yet, guys. I don't you know. I don't have an explanation for it. I think I just got a lot of stuff going on right now, personally. So it's just tough for me to get in my headspace for gaming. It seems like I'm Every time I try to get back into it, I got, you know, real life cock blocks me into something else or whatever. So I guess that would be game blocking, wouldn't it? Yeah. Uh, either way, it's just been taken. It's, you know, you try to get excited about something, but then something continuously interfere. Well, then you're going to lose the enthusiasm for the thing because you're like, oh, it's just going to get fucked up anyways. But I will have to talk to the guys and see if maybe there's a different option. Um, yeah, because pretty much all I want to do anymore is just uh, put on my headphones and do some writing. And, and I'm not really writing anything for my Patreon either. I'm going to do an update about that here pretty soon about what I have been working on. But um, still gaming related, just something different. So, but that's all that's going on. Not too much else is going on. I haven't, I'm not playing anything and I'm not, uh, um, running anything right now as I'm, I speak. So we're kind of still in limbo. All right. Writing updates. What I've been working on guys is I spoke about, uh, micro game last time we sp I spoke to you guys and uh, I've been working on that actually uh, I've been I've, 
it's it's do <laughs> right now I I've titled it uh, shits and giggles and shenanigans shits and giggles and shenanigans a quick RPG and I'm just trying to make this real I don't know if it's a it's not a micro RPG it's almost like on the lines of uh, uh, a swords and wizardry complete something that, you know Eric did but mine's gonna be different. And I'll kind of tell you a little bit of the details that I've been working on. Is one, we'll just start with, with the tributes. You roll your 3d6 as normal, but you only record what your tribute bonus or penalty is. Because that's all that matters in the game. I don't, I don't care if you have an 18 strength. You just have a plus three with adjustment. That'll come into play later on when you're, when you're creating your character. Because your adjustments are going to be changed, not your... Uh, actual score type thing because that that's kind of where I got from age system they kind of do that you roll your your stats and but you only record the attributes to go with it and then they, and then you just go from there uh, the other thing is I've the other big haul that I've changed around is the magic system uh, I've always wanted to tweak the Vancian system not always not always a big fan of the Vancian system. But I don't want to throw it out either because, you know, it's it's something familiar that everybody knows. And I, and I like the spells in it because I want to use the spells. But I want to make it a little bit more fluid, a little bit more free form. So I kind of try to – I'm trying to connect the two, free form with the Vancian system, which seems, you know, counterproductive in some ways. But the way I'm doing it is mages get – like what I call um, spell slots or spell levels. I guess I, haven't, I have to work out the terminology because that's pretty important if you're you're doing the game. But say I say spell slots. At first level, they get a one spell slot. But they also get a number of spell slots uh, equal to their intelligence bonus. So if you have a, say you have a 16 intelligence mage, the way I'm using, the way I'm using the attributes, I'll just back up a little bit, is 13 to 15 is plus one, 16, 17 is plus two, and 18 is plus three. I think that's, VX Essentials uses that same kind of system. So say you have a 16 intelligence, you'll get uh, three spell slots at first level. Now the way I have spells written, and is I don't, while they the spells have, I don't want to call them spell levels, but they kind of do. But they're but they're spell slot requirements. So, say you're going to cast invisibility, and you're that same mage. Spell the invisibility costs two spell slots, so you could cast invisibility even though it's a you know your first level. You could cast it; it would just take a majority of your spell slots. And say you were that you could actually cast because I have uh, fireball at uh, a level three before you can cast it, and that costs you three levels. The difference is, you know, so so the, so it's a little bit of tweak. But the other thing is, is uh, that you can also build up. You can say say your fifth level, and you have, I don't know eight slots in, in 
in your available to you okay and you cast that fireball you can decide to put more spell slots in that fireball because if you just cast it at the three that only gets you 3d6 so it's going to require you to put more spell slots into it to jack it up to a higher damage spell so while you get access to some of the spells maybe a little bit earlier you know you just don't get to just because you're 10th level you get 10d6 no, you're going to have to put those extra spell slots into it to acquire that 10d6. So I'm going to play with that a little bit. That cause So I think that'll work. For what I want, it's going to work. And then and the other thing is, is all spells have saving throws. Even the magic missile, even the sleep, you know, nothing's auto in this thing. Um, but the magic missiles are, I, I give them a bit of a higher potency too, because they... They auto-hit as in they're going to hit you unless you make the save, if that makes sense. Because I don't, you know, and the sleep spells, too. You know, I, I always loathe the, as a GM and kind of as a player, because it always felt like a nuke cheat. You know, you, you blow away, you know, a dozen goblins with a sleep spell, and they I get no saving throw. And I just, and it's a first-level spell. I mean, it's, it's like, that should be like a fifth-level spell the way it works in a way. Uh, but in mine, I have it set up a little bit different, but you would all, everybody would get a save too. Cleric spells, I'm not doing, I'm calling them like divine powers or something. I'm going to be calling them different and they're going to work different from the, the magic spells. They're going to be kind of domain based and, um, haven't quite figured that out yet. But I'm gonna have it so like warrior, like you know, like uh, like a war god would have more of a, um, you know, battle type spells, and they might even get some of the mage powers available to them too. Um, I would just switch, like, say it's a it's a fire god that they're worshiping. Well, well, of course they would have access to fireball though. It just wouldn't work the same way as it was with a major. It, it would be a different type of power. I've got an idea how I'm going to do that, but it's nothing concrete yet. So I'm still figuring that out. Another thing about my game, everything's a roll high mechanic. Everything. Everything's roll high. And then when I do attributes or something like that, it's always, uh, I'm going to, I'm going to keep in my same thing. So it's going to be, um, attribute plus level plus your die roll equals the result against the target number. And like I tell a lot of people, sometimes it's not a matter uh, uh, whether you're going to succeed. It's a matter of how well you're going to succeed. Like these people, you know, the players are going to be able to find, like, find the secret door. Because even though it's a secret door, people have been going in and out of it so long. There's like big grooves in the freaking wall and, you know, it's different color. And who knows? There might be the, But it might take them a little while to figure out how to open it. Just because you find it doesn't mean you, you figure out how to open it kind of thing. So um, along those lines, one of the other things I did is I kind of went with Swords and Wizardry Continual Light the way they do experience points. Instead of doing it by points, I'm doing it by adventure. Now, I, w I had it set up so it was going to be uh, kind of doubled on itself and I'd max out at fifth level, but then you can, but you can continue to improve your character beyond fifth level. So, uh, this is what I have set up so far. 
is like so to get to second level you need to do two adventures uh third level four adventures and so on and it goes back to zero once you hit event but i'm, I'm gonna tweak that a little bit because i think it's still a little bit too much um especially when you get up to fifth level because you'd have to play like i don't know 40 some adventures i mean it'd take you like if you gamed once a year and almost have to game every week to just see a fifth level and i kind of want to have progression a little bit faster than that because it, it's going to be a deadlier type of game of course the way i especially the way i play it uh so that's the way i'm going to do experience points or i should say advancement it's going to be based on if you show up and just participate. But the other thing that, that would be noted in that, too, is say you're on this uh, story arc and you completed a dungeon that you've been that you got something. I would give an extra tick in the box then, too. So that would be almost like a, a bonus to your to your adventure track. So you boom, there you go. You 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 got a you got a, another tick in the box for for completing this quest or completing this adventure or acquiring what you needed to acquire type thing, and of course the GM can figure stuff out like that. Uh, the other thing I'm kind of going back and forth on is saves. I, I love the one save mechanic, but I also like the three save mechanic. Can't stand the five save mechanic. I'm not a big fan of that. Uh, so I'm going to. Kind of figure out which one I'm going to do. I'm heavily leaning, like I'm about 80% on doing the one save mechanic. And then, of course, depending on what class you are, it would vary a little bit. And then also, it would give you save bonuses. Like if you're a mage, you would get like plus two versus spells and that. And, you know, fighters or whatever things, they would get bonuses to different things and, and whatnot. So that would work out. I am not going to have race as class. I'm not sure if I'm going to have different races. It might be a human-centric thing. I'm not sure yet, but I might just put in the elves, the dwarves, and the halflings, and then they would get, like, bonuses and attributes to certain ones. If I do that, probably what I'll do, something along the line as uh, halflings, we get plus one to their dexterity adjustment, elves plus one to their intelligence adjustment, and then dwarves plus one to their constitution adjustment. And humans... I will not leave those out. They get plus one to whichever adjustment they want. The, the only uh, caveat to that is, is the max you can get at the beginning of the game is a plus three. So if you already have an 18 intelligence and you're an elf, you're not going to get plus four to your intelligence. You just get plus three. Uh, maybe I would, you know, grant them something different for that, but I don't know. Oh, uh, always, let me dismiss this stupid call because people call me. I get these weird calls from, I think they're Chinese ladies, and, and I can't, because they're speaking Mandarin or something, and I can't understand them. I get a lot of scam calls lately, but not that you need to know that. But that's what I've been working on, SGS, shits, giggles, and shenanigans. So I don't know when it's going to get done or when I'm going to play test it, but we'll see. I'll give you more updates on it later on.
All right, a couple Kickstarter updates I thought I'd throw in here too. It looks like I got an update from uh, Glenn Seal, Monkey Blood Designs, about his maps that he was doing. Looks like he's already shipping them out tomorrow. The man is a machine, I'll tell you that. He kind of did this cool little Kickstarter to help out his partner's son for, I believe it was a college class, to learn how like the economics of this work. And they, they hit it out of the park. I mean, Glenn already knows his shit on how to do this anyways. But, I mean, he did an exceptional job again. Um, basically, it's a card. I, I, they're, they're like a, um, I guess a cardboard, high-quality cardboard piece of paper, cardboard with a map on one side, a map on the other side. There's 10 of them all together, but then he threw in a bonus. I can't remember if it was one or two, or I got confused when he was talking about because I didn't know if he was talking about, was it two maps on both sides, or was it two cards, or whatever. But either way, uh, it was done super quick and super well. So, And I believe he's doing pre-orders. So if you go on Kickstarter and look up Monkey Blood Design or Glenn Seal, you'll see what his last Kickstarter was. And I believe he's uh, getting... Um, pre-orders ready too for that because he's already shipping around shipping out the stuff so that's great and then the other one is from gavin norman after birth and baby i think he had a little daughter little baby daughter he is showing off some of the prints i think two of the books are done right now i'm not sure because i i can't even remember what the frick i ordered because there were so many good things on there i kept on you know how they have those backer kits and then they throw it at you and usually the backer kits eh I, I'm one of those guys, it seems like I just kind of either ignore the backer kit and just and just get what I ordered, or I pretty much order every damn thing on there. And with, with this pass, when I ordered every damn thing on there, because I, I wanted it all. Yeah. Does that make sense, guys? I just ordered, like, I don't know, everything from Gavin Norman for old school essentials, his system, and I'm, I'm rating my own. So there's a gamer for you, huh? If that doesn't, but I'm really, really looking forward to getting those, those books on my hands. Sounds like probably have them by next month. And I think, I think October was the date that he chose as the delivery date. So he's right on time again too. So bravo to Gavin, man, kicking it, kicking ass, man. I, I enjoy, he, he's kicking ass and birthing babies. Not many people can say that. <laughs> And then uh, the last one I want to update is the City State of the Invincible Overlord. My buddy Rob Conley just put out about a week ago. I think it's the last one. I think the last one. I Here's the problem with the Invincible Overlord. <laughs> I guess when I ordered it originally, this is, I'm going back to original time, I thought we were going to get another, you know, kind of... I don't know. I guess I was expecting almost like a Goodman Games version of city state of the invincible overlord where we get this big hardback and it would be kind of be a, a redo and that could be my own issue with not reading well but but since it, that thing went to shit real quick um rob kind of came in and pretty much saved the day he did the maps and he did the writing for all the stuff that's been released and that's no small feat. I mean, he's been working with Judges Guild for decades. I mean, Rob knows his stuff back and forth with Judges Guild. I mean, he's been running city-state since, I think, 
I don't wait. What year did it come out? I don't know. Like 78 or something like that or 77. He's been running it since then. So, uh, I still have to order my copies and everything for the last one and go from there. But, uh, yeah, I mean, all the Kickstarters, even though the city state one went to crap, good, you know, my good friend, Rob got in there, saved the day and kind of really pulled judges guilds nutsack out of the fire pretty much. So good on you, Rob. Well done. All right, everyone, that's it for today's podcast. I hope all the updates didn't uh, update your boredom very much, but that's all I got for today, guys. I hope to get back in the groove of doing this. What I want to kind of do in the future is update for my podcast. How about that? That's what this last segment will be called. I'm going to do this last section driving in because lunchtime is over and I got to get back to work. That's what to tell me at least. Uh, so for the podcast, what I'm going to do more is, uh, I was doing those adventure design things with folks. I still got mats, blah, blah, blah. I know I have to get it done. I have to get, just sit down. It won't take that long. That's the damn thing. Damn shame of it is it'll be done very quickly once I sit down and do it. And I can't tell you why I haven't. It's, it's stupid, but it just, that's the way it is sometimes, I guess. I apologize to Jackson out there, you big monkey head. Uh, but I kind of want to do more adventure design, as in where I'm sitting down and kind of uh, developing an adventure as on, on, on a podcast. Those are tend to be a bit longer podcasts. But I, that's what I, that's kind of what I do. And what I like doing the best, you know. Um, so I, I hope these, the problem with those, you know, doing those ones, those ones I have to do at home. And when I get home the night, okay, confession time. Part of the reason why I haven't got shit done in the last, last weekend, which I had plenty of time to do stuff. I don't have kids. I didn't have any big major things I had to do. However, Borderlands 3 came out for Xbox One. So yeah, I was X, I was Borderlands 3. That there there's three games. I'm not a big video game player much anymore. Really, not like I used to be. Nowhere near like I used to. But there's three series of games out there that I just basically will take days off of work and <laughs> go play. One is Fallout. Fallout is my all-time jam pretty much anytime, anywhere. I'm there. My second favorite probably is, uh, you know, the whole Elder Scrolls, Bethesda, Skyrim, you know, Oblivion kind of stuff. You know, love that kind of thing. Enjoy it. And then Borderlands. Those three. I've loved Borderlands since... I remember before even the first one came out... I was all excited about how you could do different things, and I had to wait like a year for it to come out. And then when it finally did, and I was like, oh, this is better than what I thought it was. And then the second one came out, I'm like, oh, my God, this is so good. 
And then the third one came out, and I'm like, eh. and then the fourth one came, or the, not, it's actually two and a half came out. Then the third one came out just this past Friday, and it's pretty damn good, guys. Uh, if you don't want to get sucked down into a hole of losing hours upon hours of playing video games, do not get Borderlands 3. Do not do it because you will, the, the, the monster will eat all your extra time. So. I warned you. You have been warned by me. Okay. So the podcast. So I want to do more adventure development um, podcasts. But the problem with that is, is I do those at home. I have to do them at home. And that's difficult. Just because, like I say, time slips away from me at home. I've got things to do. <coughs> not, not that I'm staying any busier. I just find it more difficult to set aside time to do that and because uh, most of my time on this thing is when I'm in my car driving to and for to and from work or so forth or, or sitting or sitting in a gro- uh, grocery store parking lot waiting for Ivy that's when most of my podcasts are created out of sheer boredom in a parking lot somewhere so but I'm hoping to get a few more of those done. And also, I, I kind of want to continue on this roundtable thing. I think it's good. I think I got there's so many good people out there I want to talk to. And I want to, I've got some more folks that I want to want to just just sit down, sit down and BS with. So I believe that is it. Got to go back to work now, guys. I hope you guys do well. Take care. Roll better than me. We'll talk soon.